Caroline. Oh, Natalie. hi, sorry. <laughs> it's you in the middle of uh, popping your phone off. Nice to see you. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. Oh, good. Back in the park. Back in the park. And here we are podcasting with our coffees, banana yes. bread and croissant. Very nice. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to us. Clink. <laughs> so we've got a big week at the Writers' Festival. I know. Natalie Goldman. Yes. So, um, yeah, I've got... I think we're going to two events together. We are. We're doing I've got another Sarah one. Sarah Winman and the Friends Romans Countrymen or something on Friday mm-hmm. night. And then week after, Friday week, uh, Vivid starts. There's oh, lots right. going wow. on. Lots okay. Lots. Yeah. So um, on the Sarah Winman um, yes, front, still I, life. I, I, yeah, so now I think it was from this book that I got this gorgeous quote about reading. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might have to just talk a little bit while I find it. But, okay. Um, I just thought I, I thought I'd just bring it along because it's so I, I just well I think well whilst you're finding that I, yeah. I just thought I'd just share that one of the things I'm loving is just things are really starting to come back so like the Archibalds are there you know all the galleries are open again um that's oh, I actually forgot to write down the other thing that I also did like you know with art um the Biennale is happening and there's so many interesting things going on and now with Vivid coming up there's going to be all these outdoor dance parties, like in the alleyways, like during the Olympics. Oh, and wow. Like, okay. Vivid this year looks incredible. Like, there's such a lineup, And there's Sydney Opera House has events every night. So, like, there's just, I feel like, even a year ago, things weren't quite where they were. But now things are really, really kicking in again. So, definitely. Yeah, it's so lovely, isn't it? And oh. just um, even things like just the... Uh Oh, here it is. Got it. Uh, even just the Archies, you think, oh, I can book that. Yep. That's great. Off exactly. we go. Exactly. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll kick off with this to be a reader. Please. Yes. I'm thinking it's from Sarah Winman, but now but I'm not sure. Not. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, is it a photo? It was, yeah, I just took it from the back of the book. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, it was just an author comment at the oh, end. So it was okay. like a little postscript. Yep. To be a reader for me is about entering a world of unimagined possibility to have the willingness to suspend disbelief and to journey trustingly across the terrain of another's imagination to be a reader is to feel a little less lonely to be a reader is to be challenged to feel anger to feel outrage and injustice but always to feel always to think to be a reader is not a passive state it is active always responding To be a reader is to have the opportunity to question ourselves at the deepest level of humanity. What would we have done in that situation? What would we have said? To be a reader is to feel empathy and compassion and grief, to be awed and to laugh, to fall in love with characters, locations, the author. To be a reader is to learn and be informed and to rouse the dreamy inner life to action. To be a reader is to take some time out from the group, to not fear missing out, to turn off the TV, YouTube, the internet. It is to slow down and engage, to be of the present. To be a reader is to find answers, gives us something to talk about when we're unsure what to say. To be a reader is to have the chance to collect stories like friends and hold them dearly for a lifetime. It is to feel the joy of connection. (laughs) That's quite cute. To be a reader is a cool thing to be. (laughs) To be a reader is wealth. That is one of the most incredible things. So I'll check. Can you forward I'll, I'll, that yeah, to me? Yeah, I will, and, and I'll we'll link to the find it. We'll link to the book, and I'm pretty sure it was at the end of. Um, oh, okay, I'll have a look. So I've got it at home. And it wasn't still live, but no. I think it was another Sarah Winman book that I read after okay. that. But anyway, I'll link to it. But it. I just, um, I just finished the book, and um, that that matched the feeling of having re- just been reading. I think it was in the bath or something. <laughs> I thought, oh, that's how I felt. <laughs> well, that kind of really, I think, reflects what we do, like the whole concept of. Um, out of the bubble as you said about you know feeding that inner life or bringing that inner life out and I think 
you know, to feed that inner life is what creates such wealth and richness in our world. And so during COVID, when we had to sort of, you know, disconnect from the world and now we're reconnecting and, and, you know, I think a lot of people have suffered from, and we were just talking about, you know, like our mothers and things like that, you know, particularly for older people, it's hard to have missed out on so much. Yeah, that's right. And I think the social element is important, having friends, but also art and literature and things that feed us and nourish us. Yeah, yeah, it's like a it's warm cup of tea on a cold it winter's really day. really is. And look, we've just connected with some people oh, in the park I over know. books and reading and um, all right. this stuff. So, yeah, so important. Anyway, that was a ni- I thought that was a nice thing to kick off the day. So we should probably talk about books to start then. Oh, well, let's Shall start we? with books. You Definitely. go. You, you kick off, Nat. Okay, so I read – so Richard Powers wrote Overstory, which I read yes. last year, which is that, like, massive brick of a book. I yeah. think it won the Pulitzer as well, which was quite good. It was about the environment. And this new one, Bewilderment, just got released this year and it's not um, a whole lot of stories it's one story about a father and a a son and I'm not giving anything away by saying that the mother dies right like it it starts that the mother has already passed away in a horrible tragic car accident she's a vegan animal rights activist um, and the story is about how the son and the father sort of mourn her but then also re-engage with life but also re-engage with connecting with nature um, the child has um, is on the spectrum of some level of autism, but then of course the grief of the death of her mother, his mother, amplifies that. So it's it's actually not a happy story by any means. In fact, it's quite sad, but it's so beautifully written, and um, and it has that interwovenness with nature again. And um, so that that was really quite spectacular as a book I just and so it. if I struggled with overstory which you know I did yes. how, how would I go with this I or, think it's a lot easier because okay, it's, it's a just bit more one story it's a bit more of a classic traditional book. narrative exactly. structure okay yes. yep. so it's literally the it's it's from the perspective of the father and it's just his voice the whole way through as right. opposed to overstory where you were jumping in and out of different characters and lives yeah, and, and stories and you weren't sure of how unusual to, structure yeah yeah and so um yeah so that was um so girl woman other is the other one i think i would told you got told you about um about a year ago and it had no like grammar or punctuation i had grammar but no punctuation like no full stops no like you just didn't know it like a sentence would be a paragraph basically okay yeah Yeah. and sometimes that's not a problem but sometimes it also depends where your head i found a difficulty finding a way into overstory i couldn't kind of like get a grip get a grip on where where it was going but i also didn't i didn't try that hard i think okay well it's interesting because i want i think Six months ago, or maybe just less, I read Sarah Sager's book about, um, it's her, her true story, she's an astrobiologist, and what that is is about trying to find life on other planets, oh, and okay, th- yeah. in this book, he is an astro, and he quotes her because he finds exoplanets and multiverses and a whole like thing, and I'm like, oh, I know all about that because of this other book that <laughs> I read, and I'm like, no, no, no. I'm fully across um, astrophysics. Physics. I can't even say it. What is it? Astrophysics? Can't say it, but I'm across it. I'm so intelligent. Um, yes, anyway, so that was quite a nice um, overlay. But then, finally, when I finished that book, my partner gave me a book because I was staying at his place and was on his bookshelf, and it's called Bewilderment. So that was okay. Bewildered. Right. And this is called oh, Bewilderment. Okay. And I was like, um, feeling a bit of synchronicity. And it's a non-fiction story by Laura Waters, who basically trekked across New Zealand from the top to the bottom. Oh, I've heard of this one. She's a yeah. journal, okay. So journal. this is non-fiction. Sorry, non-fiction. plane going over. Yes, airplane. 
Um, yeah, so basically, um, it's a very easy read, but good story. And she talks about, you know, hiking by herself and the, again, nature and the power of nature. And oh, it was, yeah, oh, really right, that, easy. That sounds right up my alley. Um, okay. And two other books, um, both nonfiction. I had a bit of a nonfiction month yeah, or huh? so since we've caught up. One, and I was telling you this one, The Power of Patience. It's by MJ Ryan. And I needed it because there have just been a lot of things going on in my life where normally I'm very patient and I found myself becoming very impatient and frustrated of why can't things happen and why, aren't, why isn't somebody doing acting in a certain way or whatever. And this book really helped me just get very zen about things and understand what are the real triggers of impatience and being more mindful and present. And so... Despite all the upheavals going on in my world, I'm actually feeling quite oh. grounded and zen. Power of books. Power of books. And then the last book is very political because we're going highbrow now. Because <laughs> we were talking with our friends saying we're very highbrow and then lowbrow. So this is very highbrow. So this is Stan Grant. Of, um, it's his book from last year called... Um, with the falling of dusk so it's about a chronicle of the world in crisis so it's basically about the rise of china and so then i was oh, yeah, listening to a podcast a from last year's sydney writers festival so getting ready for this one i've been listening to some of the ones and he does it with kerry o'brien and it's a really like if you don't want to read the book like yep. that's a really good summary of the history of china of the last couple of hundred years of what has brought them to today and why they where they're at and What's, you know, President Xi doing? I never know if I pronounce that right. Is it Xi? Xi? I don't know. Xi? Xi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Xi. Um, we'll probably get, you know, some SWAT team of CCP <laughs> kind of come down and get us now. Pin down. <laughs> so if you don't hear from us again, you know why. Um, but all jokes aside, it's not a safe place to go. Yeah. So if we were to do I this and then go to China. Well, that'd be the end. Yeah, well, you would not hear from the podcasters again. <laughs> Well, I didn't say anything. No, Just like, that, let's be clear. That was all Nat, <laughs> Natalie Goldman. Let me rank you, Goldman. Just Natalie to be clear, Goldman. If you're going to get my cut, my title right, if you're going to be, if you're going to be arrested. Yeah. Just to be clear, not me, not me. Anyway, so interesting books, lots sort of to read and sort of like get my my mind going. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling very. My inner life is rich and bubbling yes, right well, that's now. Good, that's How good. About you? Okay, so. Um, yeah, a bit of an eclectic mix. So I'll just start with Charlotte Wood, Luminous Solution. I have, mm. I'm have, i not far through this. Yes, but, but how um, Oh, my God. I just am, I just love her writing so much. So this mm. is her nonfiction book yes. about the creative process. Yes. And I, I think it's kind of aimed at anyone doing sort of a, a creative endeavours, but probably primarily writing. Nice. And I am writing at the moment with the Writer's Studio yes. second novel draft. Are and you? Wrestling Liz, with... Liz, <laughs> Don't you, you do? Didn't you no. know that? I didn't know that. So Tennis, last year I violin, <laughs> knitting. Now you're doing a writing. How can you? Well, you were going to yeah, do something. Is, yeah. So this is, but this is the big like. This is the big itch this to scratch, amazing. right? So last year I did their first draft I novel not, course, which is um, ten months. Did I not? How, how do we not know this? I think. Well, I think I've spoken about. I don't. I don't speak about it very I much. I was going to so say. I think this one's on gone under the radar. Yeah, it might have gone under the radar. I yeah. Think you so, may have. And then you, are you roll a woman of many layers. Yeah. I love that about you. Every time like, there's something that just like a beautiful lotus flower just opens and reveals itself. So it could some, all be crap, Nat. You know. <laughs> I don't care. You're giving it a crack. You're giving it a crack. I'm giving it a crack. That's my, that is people. one thing I do is I give it a crack. Absolutely. But the um, this second draft process is quite, I'm finding really challenging and mm. I'm just at the front end of it. And basically in the draft, first draft, you all you get is the very kind of faintest little echo of a story that might happen. Okay. And then in the second draft, you're really trying to structure it and then it rolls onto a third draft 
course to actually do the writing essentially right. so it's almost like writing a screenplay so you don't write scenes so much okay. as the extended sequences that fit into like turning points so it's quite structured and does wow. a total messes with your mind in a way that's kind of like something else right <laughs> so because you kind of trying to hack a you're probably trying to hack a statue, like a sculpture out of stone. That's kind of okay. the closest thing. So Charlotte would talk a lot about when you go do it, going through a creative process, mm. you're problem seeking As primarily. To problem solving. You're problem seeking because every story mm. or artwork or something is about finding a problem, right? Like right. you, your idea. Like if you. If you encounter a character that has no issues, problems, or challenges, what's there's no story. It sounds so unrealistic because <laughs> I don't know anyone without any problems, issues, or challenges exactly. in their life at any point. So, and, and if you do, you have this moment of pure contentment, and then some kind of shit brick. Yeah, hits you and do, we, and do, we, do we ever see you and each other and go, "Oh my god, there's nothing, nothing to talk about. Nothing it's nothing all has fun. happened, and everything is just yeah." Fine. So, so that's essentially what you're doing, but because it's fiction, yeah. You have to, yeah, you're problem seeking. Anyway, yeah. so, and then she yeah, talks about that way. how you kind of grapple with this creative process, including things like she talks about heat seeking. So, you're, mm. you might be working on something and it just feels dead, like whether you're painting something or yeah. if you're a painter or a writer or whatever. Um, and so, then you see the glimmer of something that has some sort of energy to it and you go after that. Anyway, so it's kind of, it's a really unusual book about creativity but she's okay. such a beautiful writer and she did the book about the girls who are sort of set in the future and the girls who are taken they kind of become sort of sex slaves in a oh. rural australia the oh because i've heard of her oh, and i've she, seen oh, her books the, in the bookshelf oh the, no the, she's brilliant yeah. writer brilliant okay. brilliant writer and um and she's very searingly honest about the, her own creative process and how okay. difficult things are and how she wrestled with yeah. the book that oh you'd love that book oh, oh <laughs> of course my brain's failed me but um she so she said she was writing it in the kind of recent past and it was just dead and then immediately she kind of put it into the future mm. and she did it in a way she cop she she started to frame it in terms of um, a particular artist Lu- louise bourgeois or someone i don't know who Not she sure. is but and and how she kind of just puts her out, art out there mm. and a lot of it is kind of like strange and weird and then she said the, the, the artist just serves it up to you if it's, it's, if it's art. Mm. So why not do that with writing? And by doing Absolutely. this, she made her work come alive. Anyway, this is what it's all about. So it's very, very interesting. I can't wait to read your book. So, oh, we my God, it's so it far. The, it's so it. far away. Okay, we'll still be doing the podcast. <laughs> it will be so ready. old when that book is done. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm coming to your book launch. I'm just letting you okay, know. Okay, all right. Excellent. I can't <laughs> wait. We'll, we'll definitely promote it's it. It's so sad. All right. Well, we're allowed to. Pop a date in your diary in 10 years when I'm just finally getting to the end of it. Um, so, of course, the Cazalets continue mm-hmm. to be a large part of my life. So, three books down, two to nice. go. And I have and I have to put two aside because I can't bear not to have them in my life. It's it's a bit that, that that's like, um, um, what was it? The Italian one, um, My Brilliant Friend. No, I haven't read that. <gasps> I got it. Someone oh, gave it to me. Oh, my. Yes. And there's like a three of them. Oh, really? And, okay. Yeah. So, they'll... What? I forgot. Uh, I've forgotten the name of the author. Anyway, I'll Ferente. Find... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, okay. Uh, that's how I felt when so I finished you feel the like books. I was you close the book and you know they're in the world somewhere, still going on and not sharing with you. Mm-hmm. It's really. <laughs> 
feel really excluded. I know. And in fact, I think on Binge, they've converted it into a TV show. Oh, I think show, they have. Yes. I often don't like watching no, them I'll after read I've them. read them books because they're alive in my mind. Yeah. And, then, and I have a whole picture of what they look like and then how they're really upsetting. Yeah, yeah, it can be really upsetting. Oh, so, Cazalets, so I've talked feeling. about them last time, so I won't crap on. Um, French Braid and Tyler. Oh. I was just talking oh, yeah. up here about this. Oh, was just I couldn't I, I just finished it I yep. can't even tell you what's about because I've just filed it away as a waste of time well, I can't pulpy kind of whatever well I didn't think it was a I don't think she's no. a particularly pulpy writer but just a weird meandering story um okay. oh, I remember <laughs> it's, about, <laughs> it's about a woman who kind of leaves her family and it's about motherhood and okay. um not having very appropriate for just not having, having had Mother's Day yeah actually like you identified the story she just she just rents an apartment, like a little studio, so and starts being an the artist. fantasy that a lot of mothers have. Yeah, sometimes and she's when not a successful Sunday artist. afternoon, she and everyone's screaming at you. The house is a mess. She's you know living. You, it's the total and, fantasy. And then, of, and then you have the, the fantasy of running away that every mother has that yeah, nobody ever a, talks about. No, mine's a <laughs> mine's a little completely white apartment with nothing in it. It's just, total digital minimalism. Full of sun. Yeah, just yeah, totally minimalistic. <laughs> Mine was getting in the car and being like a gypsy and just roaming. I and did just travelling and just not everyone, being tied to anything and just living. Not even possession. And just everything is always warm. Like it, the cold never comes. Winter <laughs> never happens. And I just swim every day and I'm tanned and just relaxed and paint. There's a, um, so you can do the writing, I'll do the painting. Yeah, okay, sounds good. Yeah, and like a kind of a, like a commune, yeah, like an yeah, idealist. Yeah, but one. you'll have the White House, I'll have the Boko House. Yeah, that's house. true. No, that's true. <laughs> I, did, I did hear a comedian, it was this hilarious thing, that, that glorious time when you buckle the kid in, I mean, ours are grown up now, between you buckle the kid in, shut the door, and that long walk around from the back <laughs> the door to the driver's seat feels like a holiday. <laughs> yes, remember that? I remember the first time I went back to work after having had the kids and just getting a hot cup of coffee at the cafe downstairs and walking up to my desk and just going, oh, my God, I'm drinking a whole thing of hot coffee. In a a, a suit. Oh, my God. It's just like, and there's no spew on me and, like, I don't smell gross and I look nice and my hair's okay. Oh, my God. Just the little things. Just the little things. Um, So I won't go on about Anne Tyler because I think that's either your cup of tea or it's not. And I read... um, from the old street library pick up where I get my coffee love that um, Sally Hepworth the good sister so that's she's an Australian writer and she churns out these books I think and they're they're one of those it's a holiday it's a poolside read if we have if that such a thing existed as lying by a pool reading a book I think did that happen did I do we once do that Anyway, I have done that since because now that the kids are older, like you know, you went on a holiday and then you'd have to like watch them like with an eagle yeah, eyes, make sure no one dies, right? Yeah. Like, it's just horrible. You see, like, oh, well, you so could, you stressful. would be able to if you're reading this, you could definitely cast your but eye up to check the kids. The kids but... are older, and in fact, they don't even want anything to do with us or anything no, like a yeah. holiday. It's like. But no, I haven't done a resort holiday in years because well, if you COVID. do, take that. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll get it from you. It's a good read. Next time I see you, nice one. Um, so that's me on the reading. On reading. So yeah, yeah, and I've got. I do have about. One. I do have a few more books that I've started. Mm, I'm, I, I've actually got reading anxiety because I've started too many, and but so I've just tucked them under the ta- bedside <laughs> table. So I'm making myself read through an order. So very all right, structured, very structured. Should we do potties um, or viewing? Um, or I haven't done any potties other than the one I mentioned. What podcast have you listened oh, to? Oh, Liar Liar. About oh, did Melissa you? Miss, did you? Well, yeah, did it's had think? a bit of a. Well, the. Uh, it's um, 
yeah, I look forward to the episode. It's okay. a, it's one of the people that doesn't from sixty minutes, so it's got a little bit of the sixty minutes voice got going. You know, <laughs> a bit of it's had a bit of that treatment, but notwithstanding that, it's um, it's still such an <laughs> eye popping story. And now, and now, yes, uh, but that's 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 good. So that's definitely that's a compelling yep. listen. Um, but that's all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then a little bit of viewing. But, so, I'll oh, but there's also, the we also did theatre. We did, We, we both yes. saw pictures of Dorian Gray. Not together. We were only two weeks apart. That was one of the best, not just, I mean, like, it's a great play. Because oh. Oscar Wilde's Oscar Wilde. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. It was one of the best productions I have ever seen I, anywhere. I totally agree. Ever. Totally agree. And... Without changing the script, right? Oh, it's the like, it's like the she essentially word. reads the book, but and yet it's the creativity of that. Oh, and did it start one, to? One it person, starts to blow your mind. Twenty six characters, the the use of the TV screens, that pre recording, and how in live she she then um, engages with the pre recording and the angles of the camera and where she stands, the lighting and all the people throwing her things and like the beginning bit like when she's the painter oh. or the wealthy guy with the cigarette and then the paintbrush and then the cigarette and how she just snaps back and forth in and out of characters she's it incredible and it's sort of the way it, it levels up like in the beginning oh. you sort of go wow yeah. that's impressive and, and then, then it's it more layers and more and builds and builds like and builds that nightclub scene Oh, the nightclub scene's incredible. And then she's interacting with the phone that's interacting with oh, the screen. Oh, I love the filters. The filters were brilliant and the, the, the body dysmorphosis and, and all so of that. And so it made it suddenly clever. a modern story about social media and without... Body image for both men and women and just Without so changing and, and, and this narcissistic mm-hmm. society idea of this everyone looking inward at themselves. Which has actually been around forever. We just think it's now because of social media. So it wasn't that interesting, that whole... Yeah, the little bugs joining the party. But that was unbelievable. Yeah, and do, how... I'd say at the very end, you can... She, she missed a few beats just... Very momentarily, oh, really? just I, f- I felt like she how... wasn't. She didn't fall on your one because she did fall. Oh, did she? Yeah, oh, right. I oh. think in between us, she had an accident. Oh, did she? Oh, you know that sort of stuff that was on the ground. She oh, slipped. I see. Okay, but it was I just, right at the end. There yeah. was honestly one thing when I thought, I think she's just skipped a beat there, but it was just so minor. But I, how she managed to? I mean, this is just extraordinary. Oh. What is the award for the best performance ever on Australian stage? Is that what is? I what think is it? Globally, the, that's is it like that's the Holman Awards or something? Possibly. She's gone she's to New York going? with it. Yeah. It's still on now. But it's 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 constant. It's been travelling for two or three years. It's extraordinary. And even through COVID, she took it overseas. It's just, it was. And Kip, is it Kip Williams? Yeah. The, the, so there's, the, there's right. and then the actress is, um, what's her name? Ellen Jean Norville. Oh, she's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. So and if funny you can and, see it. Yeah, it's really try. not to be missed. Oh, and look, this, this was the one we were meant to see last yeah, yeah. July. And then got delayed, canned because of COVID, and then they re-put it on. So I, if they don't put this on again next year, I'd be like, I'd actually oh. go again. Oh, that's to- how good it totally. is. Totally, it's just, it's just extraordinary. Um, I mean, what a piece of theatre! It's going like, to be hard. If I saw to... nothing else, no, this year, no. that would be. And you know, my husband came out, and he's not, he's, he's not a natural. He doesn't sit naturally in the world mm. of theatre, but um, no. And I've, and he came out going, well, you can take me to anything looks like that. I'm thinking, no, no, no nothing. That, that, <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> Sorry, we've gone. We've started at the, the pinnacle. It's all downhill from it's here. It's all downhill. <laughs> it's all going to be a disappointment. Well, apart from, well, I haven't seen any other theatre, but I have seen the Biennale. 
Right. So there's at the Barangaroo Cutout, so this amazing art. So it's called Rivers is the theme, so it's all about waterways. And so there's just massive artworks and interact. It's still on. Still on till June long weekend, I think. Right. So definitely what's it is there. MCA as well has amazing and also the Art Gallery of New South Wales. So maybe what we could do, because you can do that separately. um, You can do the MCA and the Barangaroo because you can walk across. It's quite nice through the rocks. But maybe you and I could do in honour of the fact that our... We're almost. We I started. Think, I think this is almost our three-year anniversary. Roughly, we need to vaguely. have an anniversary party. We do. We back do. at the yes, New South back Wales at, Art Gallery. Yes, and I'm feeling maybe some champagne lunch. Something. I think we have to. Yeah, I think we need to. Owe, yeah. We owe that to ourselves, and so we could see some Biennale, a bit of Archie's, and Look I think um, Billy Kwong's now the restaurant. She's oh, moved. in uh, yeah, in the Art New South Wales Art Gallery. Mm. Yeah. All right. So done. Well, I have a bit more time on my on my thing, so feel free to. Is that um, butter? It is Sorry, butter. Everything's better with butter. Everything's better with butter. So that. Was art. And then I also did go to the White Rabbit Gallery, and that's also amazing. Like, you know, it's a mixture of amazing Chinese modern oh, artists. Never been. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> Look, I've only it's been here twelve years. One of my getting around to it. Favorite art galleries, like honestly, and they do dumplings and tea afterwards. Oh, can we go there too? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's a. Per- it's so good in winter, and they do these teas in these clear glass teapots that open the flowers. Oh. That just like it just like they put it oh, in and the hot, pour the hot water and it just like opens. It's okay, like magic. we better do that too. Oh, better and the art that. is incredible. Oh my god, you're missing out, Liz. It's a whole other world. Okay, so we'll do that. Now watching stuff, um, so much, mm, so okay. much. You go first. What, what have well, you been watching? I, um, two things I'll tell yes. you about. Escape to the Chateau. Oh, oh my god. Oh wow. Such a. It's just just one of those Renault shows, but it's yeah. like a different. Oh right, so it's, so it's a... um, but they this couple who are just so gorgeous. Oh, is this on? I think I saw it advertised. It's on binge, maybe. folks, uh, we had a phone call in that time, so um, so so escape to the chateau. So yeah, gorgeous so couple. um, yeah, gorgeous couple. So Angel's the wife, and she's got a fifties hair, bright red curls, right. like just a genuinely extraordinarily talented designer, but off the wall kind of ideas and yep. the husband can build do anything um Love and that. they buy this place for 200,000 euros and it's just like insane <laughs> what they do with it anyway it's oh, quite, so addictive so you, it's you become family them. viewing like so through eight seasons or something yeah follow what? they turn into a business but it sounds wow. like you go oh, i've seen these before but because the people in it are so interesting and cool. amazing like anyway that so that's Perfect. been that's kept us busy. Yes. And uh, we've been watching Gaslit. Oh, I had. That's uh, one that's on the so cards. That's really good. And that's, that's dropping the, weekly. So um, Watergate. Watergate. Nixon, yeah. And Julia Roberts is in it. Julia and, Roberts and um, Sean Penn, who's oh, unrecognisable. Love Sean Penn. Have you ever seen Milk? No. Oh, it's about that senator from Harvey. the gay guy, uh, Harvey Milk, yeah. And it's about his, like, journey, like, the story. He's, he's so good. She's fantastic. She's definitely the, the – Julia Roberts is the central character. But it's actually um, – so it's about Watergate, but it's kind of the bit that you don't know. Mm. So it's a, the crime and how hopeless they are. And the weirdo characters, like, really goes into these kind of, like, the second-tier characters you didn't really know about in, right. when you know of Watergate. But there's also fantastic sets, mm. really authentic, uh, woven in with a little bit of, um, you know, original 
footage, but mm-hmm. not much. But I love we're when very, they do that. but very sort of over the top seventies, kind of in a, in a way that Mrs. Maisel really does that. Yep. That era, this does mm-hmm. the seventies, mm-hmm. um, and but also funny too, and yeah. an interesting script. So. That's a cracker. I really am enjoying that. Okay. No, that's definitely on the watching list. So there's been a few, like my absolute favourite thing that I've watched over the last since we is a thing called Russian Doll. It's on Netflix. Been around for a while? Well, it's two seasons in. Um, It is so quirky and weird. The first season is all about how she basically keeps dying and she has to figure out why. Then she finds somebody else that it keeps happening to. Like the most random things, like she falls downstairs or falls into a grove. Like she's in New York and she's walking on the pavement and they've got the things that are open. She falls into that. Or he's standing by a light post that um, suddenly electrifies him. So they both die in really random, weird ways. But it's all about that they're living their life in not a really good way so it's about changing their life and realigning them to a better path oh wow okay and then the second season again without giving anything but she's actually not Russian she's Hungarian Jewish as it turns out and then they start time travelling and it's intergenerational and they go back to Hungary, Budapest, not a great time, 1944, during the time oh when God. the... Could there be more background noise? Uh, Aeroplane, and now what's that? Someone else, now there's a dog. Sorry, sorry, listeners, we'll, we'll just, um, we'll be uh, just a bit of Professional noise. Yeah, um, <clears throat> back at Centennial Park, of course, if we didn't mention that. Um, so <laughs> it goes back to 1944, which is when the Germans didn't actually invade Hungary. Hungary went, no worries, we've got this. And they just like, you know, helps, you know, kill the Jews and themselves. Come in, we'll help you. Uh, Anyway, so it's that story. And um, so it's really quite, was very personal because obviously that's my family history. But so it was, but it's really, really, really well done. Nobody famous in it, but really, really well done. Okay. Like really compelling viewing. And individual, like an adventure each week kind of structure Mm, or not? not No, it's a story. It's a story. story. And they intertwine with each other from both season one to two. And then just to catching up, so do you know what's dropped? You will not <gasps> believe it. Tehran. Do you remember the Hang Mossad on. agent that's in yes. Iran? And the parties and the drugs and the partner and the this. No, which now hang on, I'm so confused about which which season. Could, there's a whole we watched season one. Did we? Did yeah, I about like eighteen it? months. You loved Was it. Was it the bald guy from No. No. This is a totally different it's a beautiful woman who comes in on the airline, she swaps with the hostess at the beginning of the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, this continuation, right, right. and it's dropping weekly. There's four or five already out. You'll be very happy. You okay. And, and you and your lovely oh, man will watch that. So that's amazing. Killing Eve, the final season, amazing. Yeah. Oh, okay, because I've dro- I dropped off some time ago. No, it's Being worth. exhausted from the death and destruction. Yeah, it, there's not too much death. Okay. Because there's a bit of repentance for that. So it's okay. actually quite good. And it kind of comes together beautifully. It was a bit sad, actually, the end. It was like your okay. books. Yeah, right. when you finish. I do, I do know what happened because I read that article. Oh, no. By, I don't know if you saw the article by the no. woman who has been diagnosed as a psychopath. No. And writes about the experience and oh. how. What, being, did she kill people? No. <laughs> so that's the point. Like she's, she's upset about the... Oh, <laughs> so, right. So it's about being a non-murdering psychopath. Is it a sociopath or a psychopath? Well, she's actually a psychopath. Oh, so and she has literally no psych- emotion. Yeah, so the... And interestingly... Oh, we'll have to share this okay. article because it's right, actually we'll fascinating it. because she talks about killing Eve oh. and that that actually did quite a good job of describing psychopathy. Oh. But it's about... It's not just about being unable to identify mm. with other people's emotions it's also with a sense of self so yes she said, exactly that you have literally disassociated from any sense of anything, anything. With anyone and yourself so you're yeah. literally in a bubble in a world of 
nothing. That's really strange. And so and so isolated. and fighting to find connections. So yes. still, she still said, "I'm still a human trying to find connections, but it's so much harder." And I'm <sighs> unable to sort of. And she she talks about manipulating people and to try and get them in. Yeah, but and, she's oh. a she's a she's a law lecturer. Um, wow. And had a completely normal career, and then wrote wrote about it under a pseudonym but then was kind of outed outed oh. and then uh, no one would employ her and oh. her, her fellow researcher wouldn't publish un- under the same name with her and um so it's quite I'll, I'll have to share the articles it's fascinating but one of the things that she described was being in something happened to her she was not very well and she went to hospital and then they said are you okay and she goes yes i'm okay and then just immediately fainted and she said i my sense of myself including if I'm feeling pain, pain or it's so so nebulous and wow. um, fascinating that she doesn't. She said so. That's quite a common thing for. Oh, so fascinating. So, so interesting. Yep, okay, definitely. Okay. Add that. Definitely add that. Ozark also dropped again, so I've watched that. Um, and then the two new things that I watched, which I love, been watching for a bit. So, Working Mums, new season six. Hilarious! Oh you got. I've got to try oh this. Oh my god! I've got a mental crying, block. With really? Crying. Crying. Okay. You remember we watched the last season yeah, when no, they went I, on? I've never watched it. I'm like dr- they all went, got on drugs by accident. Like they all oh, got really no. high and, and was working and do. It, my god, that okay. was last I, season. I, I this one's even go. like there are some such awkward scenes, but it's very it's worth watching. Okay. We crashed about the WeWork thing. So fascinating. Having worked for an American tech company, it's so true. It's so rah-rah and just, it's so amazing. Oh, my God. Um, oh, Inventing Anna. Did yeah. we talk about yeah, that? Yeah, we talked okay, about so that one last yeah. okay. no, I've not I watched, watched any of these. I, can't I watched it again. Um, and the last one was Anatomy of a Scandal or Lawyer. Oh, yes, good. Have you Very watched? Very good, yes. So many people have said to me, is oh. that you? Like oh, the, yes. the actress? Oh, yes. <laughs> Yes, so yes, yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. even now when I've got my yeah. hair like like that, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, she's yep. um, brown eyes, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so that was yeah, amazing. oh, that was terrific. So yes, I've been so slamming good. through a lot. That I've got a little so bit good. more time on my hands, admittedly, at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's, yeah, and with all that rain, <laughs> oh my god, nice and all that washing not getting dry. Um, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I've just been reading and watching lots of stuff. Oh, fantastic! As oh, an in between opportunities, that's actually a lot of um, material. There is, yeah. Okay. And our show notes. So we'll have um, we'll have the writers' festival to talk about we next will. time. We will and Vivid yes. and Archie's. Yeah, so we'll have a lot more yep. stuff. And I'm going to American in Paris with oh, my mum nice. on Friday. Then oh, are you? Quick I thought we're doing our thing on Friday. No, sorry, next Friday. Oh, okay, 29th. Okay, no, that's yep. Friday week. Friday oh, no, week. that's Sunday week. 27th Sunday week. is Vivid. Um, oh, so okay, yes, yeah, next <laughs> weekend. And then a quick There's so jo- much going on. Quick jaunt about, I'm just going to tell you super yes. quickly, quick, quick. super, super, super oh, quickly, what? I went what? down to Hobart. <gasps> of course, Tessie. Did you see Mona? Mona? I saw, saw Mona. I've got to tell you about uh, one exhibit that yes. was so great, so, what? so great. So as we were leaving, because I always have, I do get a little bit claustrophobia at the end of Mona. Like I get a couple of hours in cavernous. Yeah, as you're kind of working your way up, I suddenly go, I've got to go. Anyway, my husband goes, go, you've got to go, you've got to go back and look at that. And I went, no, no, I think I've had enough. I'm going to go out into the mm. forecourt. He said, no, no, you've got to go, you've got to go. So there's a, a big, huge green curtain, like a really super lush curtain. Mm, mm. And then there's a woman sitting up on a seat, like almost oh. like an umpire's chair. Yeah. In a suit, and she's saying, "Come on in, ladies. It's the ladies' lounge." Oh, and then um, they're not invited. So, yeah, they're not invited. <laughs> I love it. So good. So my husband goes in the queue to have a look, and she goes, "Sorry, it's just for ladies." And then she's picking ladies out. Ladies want to come in, and all these outraged to be. Let's be fair. 
white men. Not not included. Oh my god! Not included. And what and was she, in the lounge? And so was there champagne? Was well, there anything good? So of course, there's nothing in particular in the lounge. Okay, but so and the it's way they the done action. it. So you went yeah. past these green curtains, and they'd done a green and black, black sort of like a boudoir kind of thing. Right. And there was this. There were three Picassos that were only green and white, a uh, green and black. They were beautiful. I've never seen them before. And then there was a cabinet with green and black sort of art deco jewelry which was kind mm. of extraordinary and a couple of ancient things only gold green and black and this huge kind of big snake velvet lamp all velvet and lush and the lighting was amazing and so it was so beautiful mm. and you came out going that was beautiful and, and then and, and so then your husband's enough, like right what was that because if you come out, out going it was nothing but it wasn't nothing it was, it was actually beautiful but yeah. but also not such a big deal it's just that it simply but they excluded people that and is so, fascinating um yeah and so then it's just interesting because the boys are really put out Good. and of course the whole point was it was about Hello. exclusion that was which whole, happens all the time very clever and also very clever um not that i want that to be the way like i wouldn't no. i want them to feel that but that's something well, that's that the, happens well, that's the art right like well, it, and they way they the the woman who was the in the umpire's chair was obviously coached and trained. The way she was doing it was kind of like she was being provocative. And she would have to be really forceful to men and have the guts she to was. sort of go, um, sorry, you're And the fact in. that she was higher. Yes, well, and that says everything. And she really had control of the curtains. You couldn't push your way in. You couldn't kind of see where the entrance was. She had to kind of show oh, you the gap. So was she just, was literally the gatekeeper. She was the gatekeeper. Amazing. And, um, and she was actively pulling women out of the... I actually want to go down. Oh, somewhere. you I mean, I love, were, It was an absolutely... We were thinking of going down because there's also Dark Mofo. Oh, That's so, happening again. so good. It's all, all right. so good. And okay, the food on the Mona Ferry because we're in the push posh. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just so that. fun. I love that. No, With the champagne. Yeah, yeah. Spend the whole time going... Do you want to come back again? Posh bit. Yeah, anytime. Okay, good, good. So, and it was really... It was a rainy day. It doesn't matter. You just go, yeah. So that, that's all I, I know we've got to wind up. But anyway, that was my Perfect. little last. Well, we will definitely catch up. I'll pop something in our diaries okay, so we yes. catch up in a month or so. Right. And um, as always, love chatting. Love and chatting. see you in a couple of days okay. at Sarah Winman. See you at the festival. See you at the festival. Bye. Bye. 